Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. A little rain starting today. Rain showers in the forecast for your Friday evening, your Friday overnight, and Saturday morning. Temperatures 22 to 32 degrees. We're still pretty much clear to mainly clear right now. Later today, clouds will be on the increase, so we'll go from partly sunny skies by late morning to mostly cloudy and cloudy for the afternoon. Again, temperatures between about 50 and 55 degrees. On Saturday, morning rain and then drying out. High temperature for Saturday around 58 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, you are waking up to 31 degrees in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 159. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, 1st of March. Welcome to a new month. Thanks for starting with us. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this morning, the threat of a government shutdown pushed off for a couple of weeks at least after the Senate passes a stopgap funding bill. A very scary end of the day for Annapolis when the State House was put on lockdown. I'm Kate Ryan. No bond for a man accused of leading police on a high-speed chase in a stolen truck. I'm Scott Gelman. Who police now say killed a young girl at a Landover home. I'm Mike Marilla. We had a day of gains across the board on Wall Street. The Dow finished up 47. The Nasdaq was up 124. Asian stocks mainly higher this morning. Good morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. Two people are dead in the wildfires in Texas that have left behind a desolate landscape of scorched prairie, dead cattle, and burned-out homes. CBS's Jason Allen is there. In the Texas panhandle, first responders drove through an inferno of smoke and flames to battle the biggest wildfire in the state's history. As the Smokehouse Creek fire raged out of control, it left a trail of destruction. I run to the door and I see it looked like Armageddon. It looked like the end of the world. The fire has grown to almost 1,700 square miles and has now crossed into Oklahoma. President Biden and former President Trump were at the southern border talking about ways to end the migrant crisis. Biden blamed Trump for blocking bipartisan legislation. The majority of Democrats and Republicans in both houses support this legislation until someone came along and said, don't do that, it'll benefit the incumbent. That's a hell of a way to do business in America for such a serious problem. Trump said it's all Biden's fault. Now the United States is being overrun by the Biden migrant crime. It's a new form of uh, vicious violation to our country. It's migrant crime. The military computer technician accused of leaking highly classified government intelligence will reportedly plead guilty Monday, says CBS's John Dickerson. Massachusetts Air National Guardsman Jack Texera allegedly shared hundreds of documents online that contained information about the Russia-Ukraine war, North Korean nuclear weapons, and more. It's unclear what charges Texera will plead guilty to. State legislators in Alabama have rushed to allow the resumption of in vitro fertilization services, says CBS's Jim Crisula. Republicans in deeply red Alabama have quickly passed legislation to protect those who provide in vitro fertilization services from illegal action. Barbara Kalura is 
president of the National Infertility Association. These legislators need to see the faces and stories of people with infertility. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey is expected to sign the IVF protection bill into law. The Alabama Supreme Court recently ruled that frozen embryos have, embryos have the same legal status as children. The CDC has good news about the effectiveness of this year's flu shots. The numbers from CBS's Alexander Tin. This season's flu vaccines were 42% effective in adults and children in protecting against the virus, according to new CDC estimates. That edges out the vaccine effectiveness we've seen in many recent years. Owners of Ford Electric vehicles can now use Tesla's charging network in the U.S. and Canada, but they'll need to use an adapter, which Ford will provide free. However, Ford will not start shipping those adapters until the end of March. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. That's why AARP created ThisIsPretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in pretirement and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit ThisIsPretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. WTLP at 203. Friday morning, new month, March 1st, 2024. Mainly clear, cold this overnight early morning, 24 to 34 for the actual low. We're at 20, actually 31 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Uh, as we head towards that weekend on this Friday morning, Maryland's historic state house is where we began, went into lockdown for nearly two hours last night, Thursday evening, after police got then what they say was a call of an unspecified threat. Bernie Bennett with the Annapolis City Police Department said the call came at about 5 o'clock from an anonymous man. Saying that he was visiting the state capitol and he would have weapons on him and that uh, hoping that the police would hold their weapons when he spoke to someone uh, listed with the government. That prompted police to put the state house where lawmakers do their work on lockdown. Maryland State Delegate Vanessa Atterbury was in a committee room when she got word. We have a trooper in our committee room and she, we had just finished our hearings and she told everyone not to leave. Maryland Matters reporter Brian Sears described locking doors and hunkering down behind desks. Uh, a number of uh, police officers, fairly heavily armed, came door to door and started evacuating everyone on our level. The lockdown ended just before 7 p.m. with notification that the governor, lieutenant governor, and Senate president had been escorted from the building and the all clear was given. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 2.05. The men accused of stealing a Maryland state highway truck and leading police on a destructive chase that spanned two counties, smashing 13 cars, appears in court doing so this week. WTOP Scott Gelman tells us this morning the suspect's attorney says her client was having a psychotic episode at the time of that chase. Here at Montgomery County District Court, Judge Holly Reed ordered Flavio Cesar Lanuza to be held without bond. Noteworthy is a comment that was made by uh, by the judge during the hearing that this was the most extreme danger he had seen to the community, uh, maybe ever. State's attorney John McCarthy says Lanuza is facing several charges in Montgomery and Prince George's counties. In court, Lanuza's attorney, Maria Mena, argued he was having a mental health breakdown at the time of the incident. The family told me that a week prior, 
He was acting very erratic. He was pacing. They did not know what was wrong with him. She told the judge he was acting normal now that he's getting medical help. But McCarthy says there's no indication to this point that mental health played a role. The public knows what happened here pretty much almost from start to finish. That is unusual. In Rockville, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 2.06 Friday morning. An 11-year-old girl is dead this morning and police say... Her stepdad was apparently the one who took her life. Officers arrived at a home on Stansbury Lane in Landover. They found 38-year-old Curtis Lynch and 10-year-old Malin Turks dead and the girl's mother badly hurt. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says it was Lynch who shot the stepdaughter and then the mother before turning the gun on himself. The mother is in critical condition. Malin did not deserve this. The adult female victim did not deserve this. This case marks a sixth killing this year that was a result of a domestic dispute. County Executive Angela also Brooks says it's a troubling trend. In too many instances, uh, we are seeing the death of our children in ways that really are heartbreaking and have to be stopped. The exact motive in this shooting is not yet known. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 207. It was a chaotic incident that happened last month when a man was shot and killed by two New Carrollton police officers locally. He was the suspect in a string of school shooting of shootings that as a string of shootings and carjackings that apparently stretched from D.C. into Prince George's County. According to the footage released by the Maryland Attorney General's office, two new Carrollton police officers didn't turn on their body cameras until after they'd shot Artel Cunningham. One officer kicked two guns away from Cunningham. Officers kept their guns trained on him until another department arrived and Cunningham was handcuffed. Check for Paul. I got Clear 100. We need five more now. The arriving officer started chest compressions. Cunningham died at the hospital. The AG's office says its investigation continues into the shooting. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Good Friday morning, 1st of March, 2024. Thanks for starting your new month with us this early hour. Time now is 2.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, traffic is first. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. On the Capitol Beltway in Virginia, both loops reported between Springfield and Braddock Road with all lanes both sides or mobile alternating closures because of maintenance activities. Not seeing any delays, though, on the Beltway, even though on the inner loop between Braddock Road and the Little River Turnpike, you find the right lane and right shoulder mobile alternating closures. Then the inner loop between the George Washington Parkway and the Legion Bridge, right lane is blocked. Also, the inner loop on the ramp to westbound 66, the express lanes for construction activities. All those lanes on the that ramp are blocked. We have word out in Prince, uh, Prince William County, eastbound 66. Maintenance activity, the right lane is a mobile closure, eastbound 66, out by US 29 in Gainesville. And uh, there's also road work going on inside the Beltway on 66 over by Spout Run Parkway, just after the Roslyn Tunnel. One lane is getting by, but not seeing any delays because of either these ro- uh, work zones. Glebe Road is shut down in either direction between Chainbridge Road and Military Road. Route 50 east of the Beltway in Maryfield. Maintenance activity, the left lane and the right lane are alternating closures. Also, Monument Drive, the ramp to the westbound 66 express lanes. All lanes are blocked, both eastbound and westbound. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 
Good early Friday morning to you. Temperatures are starting out on the low side, 22 to 32 degrees with a light wind. At least we have light winds and we're not windshield too much here this morning. Later today, temperatures will top out in the low to mid 50s throughout the area. Definitely the brighter part of our day will be the early morning hours versus the afternoon where you'll have cloud cover moving in and rain showers with the next weather maker. Expect rain starting about 7 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you on WTOP this early morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Issues that matter most to voters in the DMV. Local races that could make all the difference. Coverage you can always rely on. Election 2024 on WTOP News. Facts matter. Money News at 140 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Today is the day the head of AMC Entertainment hopes the box office will start to turn around. Dune Part 2 makes its theater debut today, propping up hopes and maybe even Adam Aaron's salary. AMC's board is cutting his target pay by 25% this year. After a dismal 2023, it did end, though, with a lift from the concert films from Beyonce and Taylor Swift which provided a 12% boost in ticket and concession sales. Cindy Lauper's become the latest music star to sell her music catalog. She's selling the whole thing to Sweden's Pop House Entertainment. No word on the sale price. She's forming a joint venture with Pop House, co-founded by Bjorn from ABBA, to create new outlets for her work, including an immersive theater experience. AI was the spark for stocks last month. Chip makers are getting some love from investors. Citigroup says all kinds of companies and organizations are getting into art artificial intelligence and need AI chips. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. MSNBC's Joy Reid tells the love story of Medgar and Merle Evers to WTOP. With the book report, I'm Tariq King. Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom... You did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True. But now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetysleep.nichd.nih.gov. The safetysleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. A gentle breeze blows across your face as you take a refreshing sip of water, appreciating the stillness of another morning fishing on the lake. The distant gurgle of a stream reminds you of days spent playing in the creek, the cool, clear water rushing between your toes. You love this time with nature, the feeling of putting everything on hold to connect with the world around you. Now, imagine it's all gone. 
no fish, no lake, no water. One of life's most vital resources, irreplaceably depleted. Time is running out to protect fresh water, and without our love, it can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our fresh water. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org slash love. During your workday, you probably hear more than enough nonsense. So you'll like listening to Sean Anderson and Ann Kramer on your drive home. You'll get the latest local news from a source you can trust. An update now on a story we've been following all day. Breaking news from Alexandria. And traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. At the end of the day, you'll arrive home safe, sound, and in full possession of your sanity. Afternoons from 2 to 7 on WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. When Merle Beasley met her future husband, the legendary civil rights leader Medgar Evers at college, their relationship was stimulating and contentious at the same time. Now Joy Reid, host of MSNBC's The Readout, has written an account of their life together, which has reached number one on the New York Times bestseller list. This morning, she joins WTOP's own Tariq King with our latest WTOP book report this hour about Medgar and Merle. She knew that the things that he was doing, trying to convince people to register to vote, could get him killed. And so she really didn't agree. And she was not shy about saying that to him. And so when he becomes the very first field secretary for the NAACP, it increases the tension between them. And she was very open about it. And so that was a lot of the book is talking about this very real relationship that they had that was love, tension, arguments, the whole nine, everything that goes with a real marriage. As a journalist and as the host of a national news program, you receive a steady diet of national stories, local stories, and the day's news. And so of all the stories you could have chosen to devote a book to, what compelled you to choose this one? Well, I would say what compelled me was really not a what, it was a who. Uh, it was Merle Evers Williams herself. She's such a compelling figure. And if you spend 10 minutes with her and she starts talking about Medgar, you want to write two or three books about it because she still exemplifies this sense of being just giddy in love with this man. And that conversation just stayed with me for years, literally. Why do you think it's important, particularly now, that people keep Megger and Merle's story front of mind? To make it real when we say to young people, people died for your right to vote. This allows us to be much more specific. I mean, Megger Evers literally died for our right to vote. You know, that sacrifice is not ancient. It's literally just a generation ago. You can listen to Tariq's full interview in the latest WTLP book report there with Joy Reid. At our website, a click away, search book report. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. A bill to fund the federal government past that Friday night midnight deadline was quickly passed in the House and Senate on its way now to President Biden. It's a split screen trip to the southern border this week for President Biden and former President Trump. And when will D.C.'s cherry blossoms reach peak bloom again? The Park Service reveals the prediction. We've got that for you this morning. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8s, and when it breaks. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. 
No reported accidents all through the DMV, but plenty of road closures for other reasons, including up in Howard County. Maryland 108, just north of the Patuxent River at Wainwright Road. Road debris shuts down the northbound lanes. Traffic alternates on the southbound side. Be prepared for local detours. In Virginia, Roslyn, roadway down to one lane. That affects westbound 66 between the Lee Highway and Spout Run Parkway. Outside the Beltway, westbound 66, east of Business 234 in Manassas. Right lane is a mobile Closure, Dolly Madison Boulevard, northbound north of the Beltway, just inside the Beltway. For the maintenance operations, the right lane and the right shoulder are closed. Both loops of the Beltway with reported mobile closures of all lanes between Springfield and Braddock Road. Then the inner loop north of Braddock Road heading up to the Little River Turnpike. The right lane and the right shoulder mobile alternating closures. And then more closures on the inner loop between the George Washington Parkway and the Legion Bridge. You find the right lane is blocked. Also the ramp from the outer to the George Washington Parkway also blocked because of the nightly road work. Glebe Road closed in either direction between 123 and Military Road. This is because of the usual overnight road work. In the district, a 3rd Street Tunnel southbound ramp to the freeway. Left lane getting by that road work, but no major delays. The freeway looking good itself in either direction across Washington between the 11th Street Bridge and 14th Street. All lanes are open and not seeing any congestion. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mainly clear skies and a cold start to the day, 22 to 32 degrees early this Friday morning. Now, later today, temperatures will be slightly above average, forecasting 50 to 55 degrees. Average for the district now, 52. But we'll go from sunshine to clouds and eventually some rain today. Expect overcast skies by around 3, 4 p.m. And rain showers will start showing up around 7 p.m. The intensity of the rain will certainly pick up for Friday night into Saturday morning. That's when we could see some of the heaviest rain. Rain showers will linger until about noon to 2 p.m. on Saturday. After that, we dry out and warm up again from highs in the mid to upper 50s on Saturday to mid 60s with sunshine on Sunday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're with WTOP 19 Lane. At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world. Delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan. Providing clean drinking water in Haiti. And performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide. Bringing patients from sick to recovering. From emergency to aid. From crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters. People like you, who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and their communities from crisis to care. At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world. Delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan. Providing clean drinking water in Haiti. And performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide. Bringing patients from sick to recovering. From emergency to aid. From crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters. People like you, 
who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and their communities from crisis to care. We now have the projected dates for this year's Cherry Blossoms Bloom Peak. I'm Shana Stulen. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. You're listening to WTOP News. a million people visit the nation's capital every single year to see the famous cherry blossom trees. Now, this morning, we have an official prediction for when they'll be in full bloom this year. Being unveiled this week by the National Park Service. March 23rd through March 26th. Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall. Reminder that this forecast is the window during which the trees are expected to first reach peak bloom. And if the weather conditions are just right, that could last uh, for up to 10 days. The National Park Service is asking the hundreds of thousands of visitors expected to come during the month-long National Cherry Blossom Festival to be good stewards of the trees as well. There are 3,700 cherry blossom trees on the mall. Most are Yoshino trees, originally gifted by Japan in 1912. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Former CBS and Fox News reporter Catherine Harridge is being held this morning in civil contempt for refusing to divulge her source in an investigative series about a Chinese-American scientist investigated by the FBI but never charged. Federal judge in Washington state is now imposing an $800 a day fine until Harridge complies But the fine will not, we're told, go into effect immediately to give her time to appeal the case. In his ruling this week on Thursday, the judge says he recognizes the paramount importance of a free press in our society, but that the court also has its own role to play in upholding the law and safeguarding judicial authority. Stay tuned. New videos showing Alec Baldwin's questionable gun handling habits on the movie Set of Rust was shown in court Thursday in New Mexico. Firearms expert Brian Carpenter testifying that as armorer, Gutierrez should have corrected Baldwin's behavior every time. Once you take on the responsibility of safety for another person, you take on the responsibility of making sure that you do what's necessary, even if it's inconvenient. But the defense arguing Gutierrez was assigned to other duties on that set, taking her away from her job as armorer. Gutierrez on trial for manslaughter after the shooting death on the set. That's ABC's Kena Whitworth reporting. Aside from Barbie, can you think of a movie you saw last year that actually had mostly female lead characters? New study out on this subject from San Diego University this week called It's a Man's Celluloid World finds that 77 of the top 100 grossing films in 2023 had more male actors than it did female. In fact, the number of women in speaking roles dropped from 2022, and only 13% of the characters were older than the age of 40. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. The Wizards put up a valiant effort in Los Angeles, but fell to the Lakers in overtime, 134-131 to finish 0 for February. Only the 15th winless month in NBA history, interim coach Brian Keefe. We made a nice run in the fourth quarter. I think it was like a 15-4 run at like the six or seven minute mark to get it into overtime. We had the last shot. So I thought our guys played hard, with it, consistent, shared the ball, did the things we were asking the whole game. We just didn't come up with it at the end. Jordan Poole took the last shot in regulation. He led the Wiz with a season-high 34 points, third most in franchise history.